You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. And now, Side B. Three, two, one. I mean, shouldn't you do Side B? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Clock Radio Speakers, Side B, everybody. This is a, a slightly unusual recording setup. Uh, we recorded Side A last night. I'm a little under the weather, so we paused. Uh, I'm in the middle of a, of a snow cane right now, so I've got the day off from work, so we decided to pick it back up. Um, and who did you, am I? Did you take the day? Did you take the day off? Or, oh, or did they, the they, they just shut sh- they just shut it down. They're, they don't wow. want anybody driving out there right now. They shut it down like computers. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. You know, uh, it's it's pre- it's pretty windy. There's a lot of snow. Um, I saw a picture online, like somewhere in my area, they were trying to run like you know, like the bus, you know, trying to run the bus system, and there's like a like buses on the side of the road, and I'm like, nope, 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 not happening. That's crazy. But like. No- Right. But like starting yesterday, they were like, all the universities were shutting down and it's an easy call for universities right now because, you know, we're in the middle of winter break. They don't have to worry about right. classes or rescheduling. Yeah. Or, so they were just like, yeah, stay home. Sure. And who am I? This person who's talking, uh, this is Doc, everybody. Um, I- I'm joined <laughs> as always by Armand. This is side B of our end of 2017 Snow Cane Spectacular. I don't really have a better name for it than that. Snow Cane Spectacular is hilarious. <laughs> ah <laughs> oh, that's a good one Armand, how you doing you are were you up early this morning watching some wrestling yes i was uh the uh japanese wrestling like their wrestlemania was today so um <clears throat> well what happened was i i intended to wake up at 3 a.m when it started mm. and i did wake up at 3 a.m when it started and i fired my ipad up and i went right back to sleep <laughs> <laughs> your brain was like nah b yeah my brain was like what man just wake up for the main event and i just kind of woke i was waking up here and there catching little spots or whatever but i woke up at about 6 30 caught the last two matches which were fantastic and then i'm gonna go back um my girl kind of hit me and was like you better not have watched it without me even though she knew what was gonna happen i told her i fell asleep so she was like don't go back and watch it like wait on me so i'll get with her tomorrow or something like that and watch the whole the whole thing but oh so you're, you're, you know. your your girl is into wrestling like that I mean, that's what I do. Mm, like, okay. if I if I date you, you're going to get into fashion, hip hop, and wrestling. That's just going to happen. So it just it is. If you have to take me, you have to you have to embrace my you have to embrace my um, really bad fashion habits. You have to embrace wrestling and my kids too. I guess I'm joking. M- much like last after we recorded last night, and I was trying to explain to to the first lady of Cockerdoo speakers that "Family's Rock and Roll" was not a really well known song, which is why that makes our inside joke that we talk about on side a kind of funny and she was just like it was known to me and i'm just like (laughs) she was like really i'm like yeah i mean i played that clones album a lot in 2003 but like (laughs) i definitely did a kairos culture video last night and definitely used the rock and roll instrumental (laughs) in the background based off Mm, of that conversation yes sir yeah yeah beat is crazy do you remember my freestyle over there Mm, that's a good question i definitely rapped over that I bet you that I bet you that's in the archive somewhere. It definitely is in the archive. I would love to hear it. Yeah, when I'm when I make that when I make that charge, we have to make that that CT trip. We have to pull out the archives for real. You going out of town, OT? Yeah, when I, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> when we uh work on that thing, wink, wink. So anyway, so let's give the people what they want. <laughs> um, let's talk about the music from 2017. So side A, we talked. We so you know we talked about some new stuff that's going on. Um, we also, you know, sort of started to recap like some bigger themes, like the year streaming, the year Cardi B, the year collab albums, the year Migos. Um, but actually, Armand, I almost forgot before we get 
started, even though there was like not even, I don't know, like a, a 16 hour break between when we, were, when we recorded sides, there's actually new stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, y- your boy Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. So TDE announced that they are going to be uh, curating the music for the, uh, the Black Panther movie that'll be out next month. Sounds and very they, more, more tunes for your head top. That's what that sounds like. Very much so. Yeah, they used the word curating, which was really interesting. Um, and then they released the first single or whatever from it today, which was a Kendra, a Kendra, Jesus. I was going to say Kendra and Sizzik. Uh, <laughs> Kendrick and Sizzle record called All the Stars. Um, it sounds what'd like, what you think about the record? It's more like a SZA featuring, it feels like more like a SZA featuring Kendrick, but I wasn't mad at it. it sounds like a SZA record. I like SZA. It's cool. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, it, this was like, okay, we're making music for a, now forgive my, forgive my superhero ignorance. Uh, Black Panther is Marvel? Yes. Okay, so we're making music for a Marvel meeting or Marvel movie. So Kendrick's flow is really, really interesting. It kind of reminds me of like, OD, like really like 2011 Kendrick, really scaled back. He's not, I mean, he's doing a little Roger Trotman, but it's not alien Roger Trotman. Um, very simplistic. The beat is very like stripped down. It's not over the top Kendrick that kind of like rubs some people the wrong way. Um, it, it's really, it's interesting. This is like, I don't think I've ever heard a record besides DNA or humble from Kendrick when I first heard it. And I was like, yeah, that's going to be everywhere. Mm. When I heard this, I was like, yeah, this is, you can even tell when people write music for like bigger things, because you can tell the language that they use when they write. It's very motivational. You're not going to do this. I'm going to do this. I was once down here. Now I'm on my way up here. The language is very like motivational. And one thing I'm learning signing to a record label that like their bread and butter is licensing is the language in the music that gets selected. And a lot of it is motivational. Everybody get up. I'm doing this thing. I'm, I'm going for greatness and nobody can stop me. Those all like ESPN loves those. Y- Young Jeezy Apple Thug motivation? Yeah, see? And that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't mind if I heard some motivation for the thugs, but maybe, maybe Trader Joe's doesn't. You know? <laughs> No, you do all your you do all your thugging at Whole Foods, not Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back here. Whole Foods kind of bad, yeah. But yeah, record's cool. I'm mad at it. I agree. With <laughs> After all that, yeah, record's cool. Yeah, record's cool. Um, not, I mean, and I don't mean that in the bad. Like record's cool. I, I have no problems with it. You it see, works. you see that Kendrick is performing live at the uh, halftime. Uh, for that, I, I guess they're gonna have a halftime show for the first time for um for the college football championship. And it's gonna be Kendrick. Really? And you but do you know who announced who announced that uh will be there in person to watch the game? Oh god, who the one and only Donald Trump. Oh man. So is Kendrick gonna do something? I mean, be interesting to see. He certainly hasn't shied yeah. away from from using award shows or something like that to perform some records. Like, imagine if he yeah. goes out there and plays triple X. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. No, because he's well, actually, first of all, he's totally gonna play all right. That'll be something else. You think so? So one of his biggest records. I know, but he's I gonna guess do humble. I, I, he's gonna do all right. Uh, right. What he's else? Definitely doing DNA. He might do DNA. I think he'll do. D- he'll definitely do DNA. Because for that, he what do you think he gets like? Do you think he gets like three or four songs? That's what I was saying. Like how long? That's why I said I don't know. Is he gonna do any of those records? Because 
my question is how um how much time does he get mm. yeah I, I mean i would say uh humble um all right and that's interesting so like what's the third or fourth what's the third and fourth kendrick record for something like this is it i i was the first single from to pimp a butterfly uh dang what else was on I, now i gotta pull that album up well all right but um does he do something from you know does he do like what like money trees or <laughs> nah he wouldn't do money Tree. if he did anything from uh good kid mad city he would do mad city or he would do um, energy back backseat freestyle backseat freestyle would be amazing but i don't think he's gonna do that yeah i don't think he's gonna do it either i think it's i think it's i all right humble and then maybe one other record from the new one. I think it's all right, humble and DNA. You think DNA? it's a college football game? Yeah, I don't think he's doing I. Okay. I don't know if I don't know I don't know if I love myself is something that they're going to go for at a college football game. I think I think I humble or not? I think humble DNA and what was the third one we said? All right, all right, yeah. He can't miss that opportunity to do all right. In he's got to do all right in front of Donald Trump. The funny part is, is there's a good chance that Donald Trump just like does not care. I hope we get some like split screen action where Donald Trump is attempting to like nod his head or something. I just need that animated gif for 2018. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a, I'm still calling it a gif. I don't care. There's one Ooh. of a uh, triple of, <laughs> there's one of triple H like nodding his head very smug. And it looks like Donald Trump nodding his head off beat to some, that's, that's what I pictured it looking like. I can totally see that. Another music news before we get to the best of 2017. Your girl Cardi B, yes, and your boy Cardinal B, Cardinal Fischel, and yep. uh, and and your boy Bruno Mars. Yep, they they dropped their uh, video uh, and just I think unveiled the song at the same time, but for the remix for Finesse. Yes, I had completely forgotten about this song. Um, it's honestly, it's the only song from his album that stuck for me. No love for Versace like, on the floor. No, because, and I said this, like, the album is good, yeah, that but really it just good. makes me want to listen to the music that he, like, just was inspired by. Well, this is, which is why I tweeted out today that your man Bobby Brown woke up this morning and is look at, l- looking for, for that royalty check when he heard, when, you know, every time he hears the, the pre-chorus for Finesse. Oh, 100%. Like, that's super Belle Biv DeVoe. Oh, yeah. 100%. Right. Right, that's right in that like eighty eight, eighty nine. So like my prerogative, or like Ghostbusters two, yep. like that era, Bobby Brown, one hundred percent. On our own is one of the greatest songs of all time. I just want to say that Bobby Brown on our own from the Ghostbusters two soundtrack is a flawless song. It's the best rap verse on an R and B record too. Mm. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They are the Ghostbusters and they're in control. What bars? Just we, wanted to point. We should actually talk about verses on, on an R and B song real quick because Cardi's verse on here is harmless that's the best way to Ex- describe it and i don't mean Ex- that in a bad way i mean what was she gonna do like like he licked me down he was was he gonna do was she was she gonna she, she was gonna, gonna, gonna fi- she was gonna rhyme the word cardi every five different times <laughs> no i it, it, it actually really worked as a whether intentional or not it really is a callback to what rap guest verses were in the early 90s yeah like because you know what, what always sticks in my mind when I think of that, like when I think of examples, like Heavy D is a legend, right? Without question. Right. And do you remember his verse on Michael Jackson's jam? I remember that. And I remember he also did um, one for Janet Jackson's All Right. I mean, yep. it's not like he's, both of he's not breaking the lyrical ground on jam. 
No. Right. I believe it starts with what? Jam, jam. Here comes the man. <laughs> like it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Do not disrespect the great heavy D. I'm, all I'm saying is like... <laughs> <laughs> much like jam was i mean it's a teddy rally record it's a pseudo new jack swing record right this is very heavily inspired by the new jack swing era you know yep. i was actually it was actually kind of just interesting to hear cardi completely out of her comfort zone and it's basically just like she's going to be charming because cardi's charming and it's yep. strengthly energy and, and personality between her and bruno and it really works yep. i actually really enjoyed it i was like man and I, I every time i listen to this song i just get mad at bruno mars really why nobody he's he's almost too good at making like those that like just like very tight sort of nostalgically reminiscent but something mm-hmm. you haven't quite heard before harmonies like he's almost too good at it yeah his style and his album his music is definitely like too polished i i, I don't i mean i almost i mean that's that's damning with faint praise right but i mean like he's right i, I mean this song is I, this song is really fun to listen to it's enjoyable but it's like man it's almost i mean i'm sure there's a lot that goes into it but you know he uh he just feel I just feel like he could do it every time. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's literally a factory. It's incredible. Bruno Mars has a factory, one hundred percent. It's incredible. Um, and yeah, and even saying that like it's too perfect or whatever, like that's not a that's not a diss. That's just like it's just a lot. It's just layered. You can tell that they're very meticulous about this sound. You can hear it's two people who are very meticulous about their art based off of you know shout out to the kairos fans like this puts something like that to complete shame oh sure yeah so but yeah you know what's funny let's talk about cardi out of her element um yeah yeah, yeah. i'm still not there yet hmm. it's still part of me is like this it, it kind of goes to what we were talking about on side a where it's like people's images are basically you know that's what people are selling so you get cardi on this record because it's a fun record and people like cardi people want to hang out with cardi People want to sit Bacardi with Cardi. People want to party with Cardi. I'm sorry. Um, people want to be friends with Cardi, where I read somewhere earlier today where they said they felt like Nikki's downfall was that she like took herself too serious. Yes. Where after a while it became, I'm Nicki Minaj and I'm a dope MC from Queens and I'm one of the greatest ever. And so it it went from, Barbies and you know whatever whatever go back and listen to our Nicki Minaj episode with Kelly Bakes friend of the show where we sort of talk about you know Nicki and hip hop and and what that does for women in general whatever that just that was a great episode but Nicki when we say Nicki was Cardi or Cardi was Nicki they're like people wanted people liked Nicki people wanted to hang out with Nicki Nicki was like this larger to life person who was still down to earth somewhere along the line she kind of lost that image and it became all about having to prove herself. And now she's like, had this been two years ago, had this even have been last year, like when the song originally came out, Nikki would have 100% been on this record. And it wouldn't, she would have almost been too serious. She would have been too serious. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. But yeah, I just want to, I'm not, I'm not there yet with Cardi on it. Cause it does sound weird. Just the tempo. And I'm used to hearing Cardi on, you know, more of a, uh, a quote-unquote current tempo. Um, so it just sounds weird. And maybe I was expecting Cardi to like rap. <laughs> and she's just, and really she's just charming. You said it right. She, she's just charming on this record. Right. Lots of call and response, stuff that you could, you know, uh, caption raps. Like it is what it, but I guess that's what, and then plus when the record came out, I love this song so much. I didn't think you needed to do anything to it. It didn't need a rapper. I understand why they put her on there, but, to me, it was it was it was dope as is. I think they one hundred percent. Oh, go ahead. 
I was going to say, but it does give it new life because the song is so old. The album is so dated or whatever. I don't even think people realized that this was going to be the remix mm. until it came out. People were like, oh my God, Cardi and Bruno on a song called Finesse? What is this? Like, dude. No. It's like he already had a record called Finesse. He sure did. It's an interesting way to solve the problem that Bruno had with that album where he had so many songs that could have been a single. Yeah. So this is like right out of the like old school playbook where like you used to get five, six singles off an album. And you had to figure out how to refresh it. But what I was yeah. what I was gonna say is, I think one, I think there's there's an excellent chance the two these two will perform it at the Grammys. Actually, that would be my prediction. I think this song. I can see that. I think this song is performed at the Grammys, and it'll look like the In Living Color state set. Yeah, is Cardi is Cardi performing twice? Is she is she already is she set to perform? I, I mean, I don't know, but that's my question. Is she gonna is she going to perform her own song and mm. then also? Let's, uh, everybody can hear me going, uh, going to the internet. Hold on a it's second. It's just a, uh, it's just a CRS trademark. Oh, I think they just, what do you know? They just announced the Grammy performers. Child, Fantastic. Childish is performing. Of course he is. Cause he's winning. Uh, uh, they've only, they've only announced the first round of, uh, performers. So, Lady, Lady, the so they're going to, uh, basically they're going to like leak this out over weeks to keep people interested. Um, yeah. Lady Gaga and Pink. Uh, oh, Child. They have a song together some? Mm, I don't know. Childish Gambino and then the country group Little Big Town. Okay. So that's that's all we got so far. But yeah, child, mm, child, so Childish will do Redbone then. That's hmm, child, be They better give Childish a low key. Okay, let me ask you this. I don't remember. When Frank performed a few years ago, Yeah. did he just do one song or two? He did Forrest Gump and, right? Uh, hold on. I almost feel like he did two songs. I feel like Childish could get away with doing two songs. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I can't remember what he did. I want to say it was maybe one. Maybe I two. believe it was Forrest Gump. Yeah. Okay. You uh, right. you uh, ready to talk about 2017? Uh, sure. Do we want to talk about Coachella? Oh yeah, let's talk about festivals. Yeah. I know you were eager to talk about this amazing year in hip hop, but we gotta, mm, you know, we got I'm some tr- other things we can clean I'm up. I'm trying, with. everybody. <laughs> People are like, so the- when are we getting to the fireworks factory? When are we gonna get to the fireworks factory? Um. Yeah. So the Coachella um lineup came out on tuesday mm-hmm. and three-day event headlined by the weekend on friday yep beyonce on saturday as a makeup for last year yep and eminem on sunday mm-hmm. so i've heard pe- let me just get to the nitty-gritty on this before mm-hmm. we get into like the names i want to talk about m real quick because people have said that m because m has basically m's doing like five festivals right this summer mm-hmm. now I've heard talks that this is a step down from Eminem because Eminem normally does stadium tours and now he's doing festivals. Nah, he's no, do, everybody do listen. you agree with that or is that just or has just the marketplace for concerts changed? Um Beyonce is doing is 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 the headliner on Saturday. So I think the marketplace has changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. I'm not looking at Eminem like, whoa, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I um I think people just do festivals now. Like that's a thing. And there's like a consistent batch of folks who are going to do just a bunch of festivals all summer long. Yeah. Yeah. That's how some people make their money. Right. Right. I'm not mad at it. That was Chance last year, right? Chance did nothing but festivals. Yep. He sure did. Um, yeah. This is, you know, I mean, not that I'm going to go, you know, stand in the desert for, for three days, but um, try, I'm trying to see if there's any, anybody who's really interesting here. What I actually, I mean, it's funny. We just talked about Cardi. Cardi is uh, apparently big enough, big enough name where she's not quite the headliner, but she's that second line. Yeah, I mean, 
honestly, I don't know a lot of these people under under Eminem's name on the second row. I mean, but you know Migos. I know I know the I know the Amigos. You know Cardi B. You know Miguel. Yep. I don't know a Perfect Circle. Odessa. Odessa. Yeah. Odessa. Okay. I don't know who that is. Portugal the Man, which is a rock group. Okay. Your boy French Montana. Huh. Well, I mean, what what the point I was gonna make is uh, Cardi kind of should be like right under M's name. I think. No, 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 no. She's in the right spot. You don't think so? She's in the right spot. Okay. All right. Okay. She's in the right spot. Um. Yes, we got French. We got Six Lack. That's right. Russ, who Russ has some interesting music. We haven't talked about Russ in the show, I don't think. With good reason. Oh, I still have not heard a Russ song in 2017. (laughs) Didn't went through the whole year and did not hear a Russ song. Um, But they got they got West Side Gun and Conway way down there. Let me tell you about West Side Gun and Conway. Why that's interesting because they're on quite a few. they're on quite a few festivals with M. That's right. I'm assuming it's a package deal. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Right. I agree. Which is interesting because we, uh, I heard people, I don't know if we said it, but like, why isn't West Side Gun and Conway on the album? But it's almost like people were expecting the, the shady stimulus package mm. with their signing. And that's actually benefited them. I don't want Eminem anywhere near West Side Gun and Conway. <laughs> Do y'all remember what he did to Slaughterhouse? Go back and listen to <laughs> our Slaughterhouse episode. Like Eminem, an Eminem executive produced album. Tell me one that was good. Tell me one that was decent. It doesn't exist. Obi Trice. So, uh, what was that Cheers? Yeah. Cheers was I. Okay. Cheers has some. Cheers was I. That's and that's that's peak shady. That's also two thousand three. Yeah, that's peak shady. That's when like. You would you be in the studio and trip over like four Dr. Dre beats? Yeah. Oh, what are these doing here? I'll just use these. Um. So I'm actually glad that West Side Gun and Conway are kind of like they kind of feel like a Mindy now, but they're still doing their own thing. They're still doing merch. They're doing everything hands on. It just so happens that the shady stimulus package gets them on Coachella, right? And uh, which, you know, the, the, you know, like uh, so Boston Calling, which is a festival uh, in Boston, as you might imagine. Right, Eminem's headlining, and who's down at the bottom? Westside Gun and Conway. Yep. So yeah, looks like a package deal. Yep. Yep. Good you got Dage Loaf. You got Dage Loaf on Sunday. Okay, these names are getting really small, and I can't see them. I see Kamaya. Yeah, really small. Okay, let's go Saturday. So your man, mm-hmm. well, my man, because I claim him too. Uh, Tyler. Yes, sir. Saturday. Um, honestly, I would. I would check out, I would get Saturday just to see Beyonce and Tyler. Ooh, and Georgia Smith too. Yep. I would go to Saturday. Nah, Rogers. Get some old school in there. Okay. Yep. Yep. Chic. Yep. Um, yeah. After that, it's all. Eh. Yeah. It's a, it's a long way down. I don't really. Boy, Wizkid and Georgia Smith on there. So Drake's going to pop in and be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> right. I see. Is that, is that AC Slater? Do I see that? <laughs> it Third does say AC Slater. I don't think that. Jesus. You guys, yeah. Anything else? I'm. I don't I'm think cool. so. I mean, uh, Friday, you know, has a bunch of interesting artists. Kelly uh, uh, Uchis, um, Daniel Caesar, uh, Perfume yeah. Genius, who I saw perform at the festival I went to last year. It's kind of kind of has an interesting sound. Um, okay. Belly is an interesting guy. Yeah, I, I've I haven't figured out how I feel about Belly yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still used to like when I think of Belly, I'm thinking of those leak records with Drake and then, but people are telling me that like 
Oh, Belly killed the BET cipher. Belly killed. I think he did High 97. Like, he's rapping. And I'm like, really? I didn't get that far. Mm. Okay. I see Black Coffee. Yeah, Black Coffee. That's about it for Friday. Right, so right. out of all those days, which day Which day would you check out? I mean, I just want to see Tyler. So I guess Saturday. But, you know, I could see, I mean, as the kids would say, Migos and Cardi, that might be lit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Me, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've seen Migos on the YouTube. Um. <laughs> And it was it was cool, uh-huh. it was cool. Same mm-hmm. with Cardi. I, I watched Cardi's Made in America set. It was alright, but it's funny. Now I think about it. Cardi in June and Cardi now are almost like two completely different people. Yeah, I wouldn't judge Cardi. I mean, look, if you're a Cardi, I mean, actually, if you're listening to this and you're a major Cardi fan, I kind of want to hear from you because that's not really a um, a Venn diagram overlap I was expecting. But um, like <laughs> Venn diagram. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, Cardi is growing by such leaps and bounds, like as she goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you are interested in seeing Cardi, I would not judge her by what you saw nine months ago. I yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I would definitely check out Saturday. Beyonce, Tyler, and Georgia Smith. I'm there. I'm there. Um, but yeah, okay. Okay. Is it finally time? I think we're good. I think we're good. Let's do it. So let's talk about what we, what we really enjoyed from 2017. For a year where we were you know maybe a little critical maybe not as enthusiastic about times there was there was good music out there sure <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> what Doc. i said it was i said sure um so i i want to we're gonna go in reverse order how many songs how many albums do you let's talk about albums then we can talk about songs and everything else um how many albums do you have i've got a top five and one of them is or two albums grouped together because it's by the same artist mm. i have if I count my honorable mentions, I have nine. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do honor. Well, yeah, I've got, and I've got one honorable mention for sure, maybe two. Okay. Um, so let's talk about, yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to you you kick us off? What do you got? You want to start in the honorable mentions? Yeah, my first honorable mention is going to be Big Crit Forever is a Mighty Long Time. Yeah. Um, is, yeah. That, that, is that an honorable mention for you? Is that on no, your list? No, that is a really long album. It is a long album. Here, here's. Here's the thing. My top five consists of the albums that I played <laughs> after we talked about them on the show. Right. And the reason why Crit falls into my honorable mentions list is because when I heard it, I really, really, really liked it. Um, but I didn't listen to it after the week of. Not because, just, I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't. But the album's dope. The double album doesn't bother me as much. Um, For me, it's just that I think it would have been much better as a single album. Like there's a lot, to me, there's just a lot of filler. Mm. And so I don't know, like, you know, I know in this era of streaming, it doesn't really quite matter as much. Right. But, um, but yeah, there was just too much. I mean, yeah, there was just too much stuff I had to wade through. Like I listened to that, uh, you know, uh, after the holidays on a drive down to New Jersey and it's just like, man, this album is still going. Yeah. But it's got, you know, it's got some records and it's, I mean, it's got, it's got some kind of, I don't know, like I do appreciate that. like. You know, after rapping about his car in various different ways <laughs> for the past five years, he's almost yeah. going full, like, sort of tongue in cheek comedy about it. Because mm-hmm. there's no way, you know, you can listen to Subenstein and not think that he, he isn't, that he's not in on the joke, right? He, he gets it. It's ridiculous, but he makes it work. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't think you can record a record like Subenstein without, like, without yeah. realizing that it's kind of funny. Yeah. I, I hope he wasn't 100% serious about that. <laughs> he might have been. He might have been, but records like uh, Confetti, I don't know why 1999 isn't a single yet. 
Yeah. Um, like, what's the point of making that if it's not a single? I don't need. <laughs> yeah, that should already be a radio for sure. Mixed messages, keep the devil off. Uh, Everlasting, higher calling. Price of fame was super dope. Uh, the light was super crazy. It's got some joints. I, I I'm going through the track list now. I'm like, yeah, this could have been an album, but I get it. You, know, I mean, come on, man. You know, artists, man, we're we're conceptual. <laughs> Everything has got to mean something. Uh huh. But yeah, I, I get it for the for the sake of. And then also, you know, coming off of Def Jam, being quiet for two years, he was easily sitting in his room or in his studio just stockpiling music. Right. He's like, all right, I got to get all this out, which I'm not mad at. But uh, yeah, that's my first. Do you want me to go through all of my um, honorable mentions now? I've got two more. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and then I'll, and then I'll give you mine. Okay. The, the, the next one I have is the NERD album. I have that in my actual tier of albums. Okay. So okay. can we save that one? Yeah. Okay. And my other um, honorable mention is going to be an album that a lot of people didn't like, but I actually didn't mind. And that was uh, More Life. I have that higher up. Okay. We'll wait. Okay. Interesting. All right. So, so your, okay. So your honorable mentions. Big Sean, I decided. I got, this album is okay. better than I remember. So I think this album's, it came out at the wrong time. There was a lot of music the first like three or four months of the year. And it got completely lost in the shuffle. If this gets released like during the, ugh, you know, like August, September, when like nothing was coming out, I think yeah. this would have been a bigger deal. I, I, I enjoyed a lot of records on here. Um, I like light. I like bounce back. I like jump out the window. I like moves. Um, uh, I like the Migos record. Halfway off the balcony is dope. Like there's a surprising amount of like good to pretty good records on here. Is there a choir? Is there a song with a choir about his grandmother on here? It's called Bigger Than Me. Yeah. There's. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to. You know what was funny? I'm going to say this. Okay. When I, saw, when I saw your tweet with the list. Yeah. I didn't want to cheat. I didn't want to. And I'm not saying that you, you did this. Okay. But I only wanted to list albums that I actually listened to throughout the year. Oh, I see. So even if I like the album, I don't want to go back and be like, yeah, this made my top list. Like, no, it was just good throughout the year. So, but now with you saying that, you know, I decided it was on your list, like I, I want to go back and listen to it. Yeah. I, I went back, basically, I went back and listened to every single album that we reviewed. God bless you. It wasn't as many this year, actually. <laughs> Some <laughs> yeah, years we have been really longer. Light on the, yeah. We were light on the reviews. You're right. Um, You're right. But, uh, but yeah, like I, I, I mean, which is why it's like in an honorable mention, right? Like I didn't listen to this album all year long. Right. But I'm going back and listen to it. And I'm like, you know what? Like this, this is better than I remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up for me is, uh, Taylor Gray and the way of me. Mm, that is on my list. Okay. We will save that and talk about that later. Okay. And then my last one, much like big Sean going back and revisiting it. This one was more of a revelation and that's the Sci High album. Let's uh, get your bars off about this Sci High album. Get them all out. <laughs> Listen, Sci High is, this is going to sound terrible. Sci High is not like an MC that I'm going to like seek out and want to listen to. Okay. But he makes this list by sheer like perseverance with this album. Mm. What I mean by that is like, it is consistently listenable. It's mm. well produced. It's just like, you could just, we could just roll with it. There's nothing that makes you want to turn it off. There's, I mean, which again, Damon with fan praise, but like, it's just a good album. It's not like amazing. I'm not going to like jump back to it. There's not a lot of highs necessarily but there's records there's beats on here where i was like okay you're doing something to, yeah all right all right i was really surprised by the sci High album like i just sort of didn't give it much mind at the time but it's better than i remember the beats are really good on it um the the you know the problem i end up with sci High sometimes is i can tell 
like when he sometimes he sounds the kind of way like a certain kind of way and that's the way that he sounds when he's helping kanye and then i'm like i feel like kanye should be rapping this which is completely unfair to sci high but that's just the way it is yeah that was my turnoff for the album the Mm. first half of the album sounds like records that were supposed to be on pablo and kanye didn't like them Mm. but yeah i was just i mean i was pleasantly surprised at how no, give me a no, give me a hot takes because you sound real you sound real humble no I, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you say say what you said on twitter what it's better produced than 444 that's not a hot yeah. take you you said in the tweet that it was a hot take i'm, I'm getting the people ready <laughs> here, here here's the thing Okay. Wait, it's 444 is in your list, right? We'll save it for when we get to 444. 100% it's, in my, it's, it's on my list. 1,000%. Yeah, I don't know. I, um, you know, it's interesting. Like, he's not, like, the producers he works with, not exactly who I would really expect. Like, um, like he's got, you know, like the, the record with Pusha T has Lex Luger and Shoddy Red. Hmm. Um, but then he's got a ton of, a ton of stuff produced by this guy named Mark Bird and, uh, and this guy who's just credited as Black. <laughs> And okay. it's like, and they're all over the place. And it's like, you know what? This ha- album has a kind of a different sound. Like I could have seen like a very, you know, good, almost like how, I don't know. Sometimes we get a little too repetitive with, with, especially on, on, on albums. Like you see the same producers over and over again. So like, not sure. even just seeing the same producers, but like, I just appreciate the production. Like I actually, you know, I don't know. Like I like free, like the, actually like the, the whole ending, even though, uh, you know, I know you're not really big on every Travis Scott record. Um, the Kanye record's good. Um, I surprisingly really like the Jagged Edge record, and I have no idea why. Jagged Edge record's dope. Yeah. Um, the Estelle record again. Shoddy Red helps out on that, which is just su- super surprising to me. Um, yeah. The Schoolboy Q record is Six Sense and Oz, who um, that's like 2011 era Toronto. Yep. And once you once you read that and go back and listen to it, you hear it immediately, and you're like, oh, okay, like. I just appreciated like this sounds good. It sounds kind of different. It wasn't just like to me. It did not sound like you sort of took away like Pablo retreads. Like to me, it definitively like didn't sound like either Pablo retreads or I'm just gonna get a bunch of trap producers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and I don't go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, go I was ahead, gonna say go last ahead. thing I was gonna say is like that's actually one thing that like comes through with when you listen to like all these albums in a row is you're just like, all right, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But like you know, I don't know. I thought it was. You know, not amazing. It's not in my top five or anything, but I was like, you know what? This is better than I remember. And I wanted to give him credit. I want to give him a shout out. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I won't, I won't argue um, many points about that with you because the album's good. Um, you know, my, though my critique about the first half of the album is that, you know, it's whatever the second half to me is where it picks up. Mm. Um, and it just, I think one thing that I appreciated in this sort of market is that it sounds like something it doesn't sound like something out of his wheelhouse right it didn't look like somebody that has been in the studio with people like kanye and metro and whoever the popular you know artists of the day and said okay i want to get into these spaces so i have to create this music to do so it seemed like okay this is where i am i'm sure i'm sure is probably our age early to mid 30s like let's let me do what i want to do and Anytime an artist does that and it's not trash, they actually get more points because in this era, more than ever, it just seems like people are looking around to see what everybody else is doing and they're just imitating that. To actually step out and do and create music that is authentically you and that it's and it's still good and enjoyable and listenable, like that's almost like a unicorn nowadays. 
um, especially for somebody like Saha, who has the resources to completely do to try and get into different spaces or whatever. So um, I didn't listen to the album enough to, you know, you know, really like deeply talk about it. But um, yeah, the album's dope. It's dope. The I think I heard it twice. The two the two times I heard it, I liked it. Yeah. So I'm not mad at it. <laughs> 